Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Section 2 of The Adventures of Chatterer the Red Squirrel by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Section 2. Chatterer Leaves the Green Forest, Chatterer Finds a Home, and Peter Rabbit Listens to the Wrong Voice. Chapter 4. Chatterer Leaves the Green Forest. Chatterer was in a peck of trouble. Yes, sir, he was in a peck of trouble. There was no doubt about it. Oh, dear, oh, dear, if only I had kept my tongue still, if only I had kept my tongue still, he kept saying over and over to himself as he hurried through the green forest. You see, Chatterer was just beginning to realize what a lot of trouble an unruly tongue can get one into. Here it was cold weather, the very edge of winter, and Chatterer didn't dare stay in the green forest where he had always made his home. His storehouses were full of nuts and seeds and corn, enough and more than enough to keep him in comfort all winter. And now he must turn his back on them and go he didn't know where, and all because of his mean disposition and bad tongue. If he hadn't called Bobby Coon names that morning at the top of his voice, Shadow the Weasel might not have found him. He knew that Shadow has a long memory, and that he would never forget the trick by which Chatterer had escaped, and so the only way Chatterer would ever be able to have a moment's peace would be to leave the green forest for as long as Shadow the Weasel chose to stay there. Chatterer shivered inside his warm red fur coat as he thought of the long, cold winter, and how hard it would be to find enough to eat. Was ever anyone else in such a dreadful fix? Presently, he came to the edge of the green forest. He sat down to rest in the top of a tree, where he could look off over the green meadows. Far, far away, he could see the purple hills, behind which jolly round red Mr. Sun goes to bed every night. He could see the stone wall that separates Farmer Brown's cornfield from the green meadows. He could see Farmer Brown's house and barn, and near them the old orchard where Johnny Chuck had spent the summer with Polly Chuck and their baby Chucks. He knew every nook and cranny in the old stone wall, and many times he had been to the old orchard. It was there that he had stolen the eggs of Drummer the Woodpecker. He grinned at the thought of those eggs and how he had stolen them, and then he shivered as he remembered how he had finally been caught and how sharp the bills of Drummer and Mrs. Drummer were. But all that was in the past, and thinking about it wasn't going to help him now. He had got to do something right away. Perhaps he might find a place to live in the old stone wall, and there might, there just might, be enough grains of corn scattered over the ground of the cornfield for him to lay up a supply, if he worked hard and fast. Anyway, he would have a look. So he hurried down from the tree and out along the old stone wall. His spirits began to rise as he whisked along, peering into every hole and jumping from stone to stone. It really seemed as though he might find a snug home somewhere here. Then he remembered something that made his heart sink again. 
he remembered having seen Shadow the Weasel more than once exploring that very wall. Just as likely as not, he would do it again, for it was so very near the green forest. No, the old stone wall wouldn't do. Just then along came Peter Rabbit. Peter saw right away that something was wrong with Chatterer, and he wanted to know what it was. Chatterer told him. He felt that he had just got to tell someone. Peter looked thoughtful. He scratched his long left ear with his long right hind foot. "'You know, there is another old stone wall up there by the old orchard,' said he. "'It is pretty near Farmer Brown's house, and Black Pussy hunts there a great deal, but you ought to be smart enough to keep out of her clutches.' "'I should hope so,' exclaimed Chatterer scornfully. "'I have never seen a cat yet that I was afraid of. "'Believe I'll go over and have a look at that old wall, Peter Rabbit.' "'I'll go with you,' said Peter, and off they started together. Chapter 5. Chatterer Finds a Home When your plans are upset and all scattered about, just make up your mind that you'll find a way out. Peter Rabbit went straight over to the old stone wall on the edge of the old orchard, lippity-lippity-lip, so fast that it didn't take him long to get there. But Chatterer the Red Squirrel never feels really safe on the ground unless there is something to climb close at hand, so he went a long way round by way of the rail fence. He always did like to run along the rail fence, and he wouldn't have minded it a bit this morning if he hadn't been in such a hurry. It seemed to him that he would never get there, but of course he did. When he did get there, he found Peter Rabbit sitting on Johnny Chuck's doorstep, staring down Johnny Chuck's long hall. "'They're asleep,' said he, as Chatterer came up all out of breath. "'I've thumped and thumped and thumped, but it isn't the least bit of use. "'They are asleep, and they'll stay asleep until Mistress Spring arrives. "'I can't understand it at all. "'No, sir, I can't understand how anybody can be willing to miss this splendid weather.' "'Peter shook his head in a puzzled way, and continued to stare down the long empty hall.' of course he was talking about johnny and polly chuck who had gone to sleep for the winter that sleeping business always puzzles peter it seems to him like a terrible waste of time but chatterer had too much on his mind to waste time wondering how other people could sleep all winter he couldn't himself and now that he had been driven away from his own home in the green forest by fear of shadow the weasel he couldn't waste a minute he must find a new home and then spend every minute of daytime laying up a new store of food for the days when everything would be covered with snow up and down the length of the stone wall he scampered looking for a place to make a home but nothing suited him you know he likes best to make his home in a tree he isn't like striped chipmunk who lives in the ground poor chatterer he just couldn't see how he was going to live in the old stone wall. He sat on top of a big stone to rest and think it over. He was discouraged. Life didn't seem worth the living just then. He felt as if his heart had gone way down to his toes. Just then, his eyes saw something that made his heart come up again, with a great bound right where it ought to be. And just then, Peter Rabbit came hopping along. "'Have you found a new home yet?' asked Peter. "'Yes,' replied Chatterer. "'I think I have.' "'That's good,' replied Peter. 
I was sure you would find one over here. Where is it? Chatterer opened his mouth to tell Peter, and then closed it with a snap. He remembered, just in time, how hard it is for Peter to keep a secret. If he should tell Peter, it would be just like Peter to tell someone else, without meaning to, and then it might get back to Shadow the Weasel. "'I'm not going to tell you now, Peter Rabbit,' said he. "'You see, I don't want anybody to know where it is until I am sure that it will do. But I'll tell you this much.' he added, as he saw how disappointed Peter looked. I'm going to live right here. Peter brightened up right away. You see, he thought that of course Chatterer meant that he had found a hole in the old stone wall, and he felt very sure that he could find it by keeping watch. That's good, he said again. I'll come see you often, but watch out for Black Pussy. Her claws are very sharp. Now I think I'll be going back to the old briar patch. "'Don't tell where I am,' called Chatterer. Chapter 6 Peter Rabbit Listens to the Wrong Voice Peter Rabbit didn't play fair. No, sir, Peter didn't play fair. People who have too much curiosity about other people's affairs seldom do play fair. He didn't mean to be unfair. Oh, my, no, Peter didn't mean to be unfair. When he left Chatterer the Red Squirrel sitting on the old stone wall on the edge of Farmer Brown's old orchard, he intended to go straight home to the dear old briar patch. He was a little disappointed, was Peter, that Chatterer hadn't told him where his new house was. Not that it really mattered. He just wanted to know. That was all. With every jump away from the old stone wall, that desire to know just where Chatterer's new house was seemed to grow. Peter stopped and looked back. He couldn't see Chatterer now, because the bushes hid him. And if he couldn't see Chatterer, why, of course, Chatterer couldn't see him. Peter sat down and began to pull his whiskers in a way he has when he is trying to decide something. It seemed as if two little voices were quarreling inside him. "'Go along home like the good fellow you are, and mind your own business,' said one. "'Steal back to the old wall and watch Chatterer, "'and so find out just where his new house is. "'He'll never know anything about it, "'and there'll be no harm done,' said the other little voice. "'It was louder than the first voice, "'and Peter liked the sound of it. "'I believe I will,' said he, "'and without waiting to hear what the first little voice would say to that, "'he turned about and very carefully and softly "'tiptoed back to the old stone wall.' Right near it was a thick little bush. It seemed to Peter that it must have grown there just to give him a hiding place. He crawled under it and lay very flat. He could see along the stone wall in both directions. Chatterer was sitting just where he had left him. He was looking in the direction that Peter had gone when he had said goodbye. Peter chuckled to himself. "'He's waiting to make sure I have gone before he goes to that new house of his,' thought Peter. "'This is the time I'll fool him.' "'You ought to be ashamed of yourself, Peter Rabbit. This is none of your business,' said that little small voice. "'You're not doing a bit of harm. Chatterer has no business to try to keep his new house a secret anyway,' said the other little voice inside. And because of his dreadful curiosity, Peter liked the sound of that voice best, and listened to it and after a while the first voice grew discouraged and stopped. 
Chatterer sat where he was for what seemed to Peter a very long time. But by and by, he gave a sudden funny little flirt of his tail and ran along the old wall a little way. Then, with a hasty look around, he disappeared in a hole. A minute later, he popped his head out for another look around and then disappeared again. He did this two or three times, as if anxious. Peter chuckled to himself. That's his new house right there, said he to himself. And now that I know where it is, I think I'll hurry along home to the dear old briar patch. He was just getting ready to start when Chatterer popped out of his hole and sat up on a big stone. He was talking out loud, and Peter listened. Then his long ears began to burn, for this is what he heard. I'm glad that Peter's not a spy, for spies are hateful as can be. It's dreadful how some people try affairs of other folks to see. Chatterer whisked out of sight, and Peter hurried to get along. His ears still burned, and somehow he didn't feel so tickled over the thought that he had discovered Chatterer's secret as he had thought he would. And over in the hole in the old stone wall, Chatterer the Red Squirrel was laughing as if there was some great joke. There was, and the joke was on Peter Rabbit. You see, he hadn't discovered Chatterer's new home at all. End of section two.